Welcome back to another episode of the Cody Tucker Show. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. It's Onyx Muse. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Getting my nails done. I hope that doesn't bother you. <laughs> it does not. Trust me, there have been <laughs> weirder things happen on this show. Mostly from my end, but it's nice to kind of have it uh, go the other what way. What kind so. of weird? Um, Mostly, I just talk about things that I probably should never talk about out loud. Um. I had a weird upbringing, and it tends to come out in many ways. It's probably going to come out in the next hour, so you'll see what. Totally fine. Yeah, you'll you'll see. Which we're both from Texas, so we're kind of get it. Even though you deserted us at a very young age, which I mean, you know what? Our house got into a tornado, and my dad was like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> but you didn't. But you did move to California, and. Things are. It wasn't as bad. I mean, you know, as far as, you know, we were like, eh, earthquakes over tornadoes. I'll take that. Um, but Understandable. Yes, we ha- uh, There is other shit to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, tornadoes terrified me as a kid. I don't know. Did you ever watch yeah. tw- uh, Twister? Love it. I, I, lo- I don't know if it's because it gives me flashbacks, but yeah. love it. It. I mean, I do love the movie, but as a kid, it wrecked me bad. Like anytime there was like a slight gust of wind, I was like, oh no. Yeah, Um, our house, I remember I was like five and our house, we had a big tree um, fall into our roof. So that was like a whole process. And then I just remember like my mom and my dad was like, we, we were in the bathtub. And we yeah. were just like, you know, bunkered in. Yeah. See, I grew up at like in a little trailer park adjacent. So definitely going to catch some shrapnel if uh, if a twister came through. It was yeah. terrifying. I never felt safe, to be honest. Yeah. I'm a highly paranoid, anxious person in general. I basically am a like a Yorkie. If a Yorkie <laughs> was a human being, like he's scared of everything. That's like, that's your spirit animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like I have to wear like a thunder vest if well, it gets loud. Okay. You know? If you're a Yorkie, I'm an English bulldog. See, that's not fair though. Because <laughs> English bulldogs are cool as hell. Nobody likes Yorkies. I mean, they just exist. They're I guess they're cute. I guess you I could put you in my purse. Yeah. Well, as long I'll as you don't shit. Thing. As long as you don't shit in there. No promises. And we're good. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. So, you know, before we kick into things, is there anything that you would like to promote? Like, where can people find yes, you? All that um, good stuff. I am actually I'm performing in New York this weekend, Saturday, March 25th. I'll be dancing at Sapphire's 39 in Midtown in the city. So I'm super excited about that. Clearly, I'm getting my nails ready. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you enjoy, I mean, how often do you like travel to perform? Like, is it like an Um, all year as much as you can think? It's sort of sporadic. Um, I do um, have an agent that books me out. Um, So, uh, but I, I like to travel to other places. I I don't, I just got that thing. Like if I go somewhere, I'm always like, Hmm. Which strip club can I also go into and dance at? So um, it's just like I don't know. I just I I I just get the thing. I am a dancer. Um, I'm a professional dancer. Right. Like I've trained when I was younger and stuff. I did a lot of hip hop choreography, and then I was go go dancing at nightclubs. I booked dancers and I used to be a dancer at um, electronic music festivals specifically for insomniac who also does electric daisy carnival. Yeah. yeah, So that was, that was a rush. That was like, you know, you're performing for 200,000 people. That's awesome. Fucking insane. Um, um, But the strip, so I didn't get into stripping until I was 24 Okay. You know, I was always like, I don't need to do that. But then, (laughs) um, you know, I got into this crunch situation and the girl who actually made my costumes for my dancers, 
she was like, oh, why don't you go into work with me one day? I had no idea she was a stripper. And I was like, yeah. what, what's work? And so we went in and I like I made $500 like my first day. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why haven't I been doing yeah. this? <laughs> like, so, um, yeah, it's kind of like a, an adrenaline rush. Dude, I'm telling you. It's While so you're naked. Which is the best kind. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> I usually only get that like if I'm getting caught by the police. So, you know, <laughs> it'd be nice to get a little money for it. But yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, like, if I could make money stripping, I would do it today. Well, like, it's like, you know, um, like even just, you know, porn and webcamming. Yeah. I like from porn, I found webcamming. And I mm -hmm. remember in LA, like, I was. First, I was, uh, my agent, he, like, introduced it to us. Like, there was, like, a room at their studio at, at yeah. the office. And they were, like, oh, do, like, a few hours in there. And I'm, like, I'm, like, a nerd okay. kind of trapped into this sexy body. So, yeah. I was, like, Same. like, my wheels, I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, wait a minute. If this is on the internet. And this uh -huh. is at your office. How can I do this at my house without needing to go to your office and go into my bank account? Amen. So I was I was like searching for places in LA and I lived with these DJs and I was like, hey, look, I just specifically need to live here as long as I'm okay to webcam and make my money. And like Yeah. The so the guy was like, Yeah, that's fine. But it was funny because like he was just like, Don't bother the DJs. So I was like, you know, keeping my peace. But then like one of the DJs was like, Man, he was like, if I was a hot bitch, he's like, that's what I would be doing. I was like, okay. it's understandable. So, oh, know? I would try I mean I would do it in a however heartbeat. you can do it. Well, uh, yeah, okay, and make what a dollar fifty? Like, yeah, you gotta make cool. you gotta make a brand strategy out of it. But yes, yeah, I don't know if there's like much of a market for um people that look like Tom Arnold and Roseanne's kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I could find that, if I could find people that are into ninety sitcom stars, I'd be hey. a millionaire. But I don't I think say it there's exists. a fetish for everything. But yeah, you, you know, you got to put it out there, and maybe they will come. But I don't know if I want <laughs> like the people who would be into me. I don't want to know that they exist. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't like anybody who's like looking at me and saying, "God, I want a piece of that." I need them I to mean, be far away. Yeah, I get, I get it. You know, when we well, it's do different for you. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like, oh, all right. Okay. So when you do, okay. Cause that is a fascinating <laughs> avenue to me. So when you do, <laughs> when you do dick ratings, are you brutally honest or is it you kind have of like, to be, so yeah. I, I, I'm brutally honest and I am a little nice because, Hey, they're tipping for it. Uh, you know, if it's an unwarranted dick pic, then no, I'm fucking mean. I'm oh, not giving them a rating. That's completely you know, different. I mean, that's, they are getting blocked. Being... Yeah, but, that's a um, piece of shit. I mean, yeah, I remember this one guy had a really interesting uh, dick rating. I gave him a very honest rating. I think I gave him like a five. And then he was so happy with it. He was like, Can I tip again? He's like, But can you rate my balls? And I was like, Ew. Okay, uh, that was interesting. Who cares? I mean, <laughs> I've never once been like, God, like my balls look terrible today. Like I can't go out in public. These things are like they're hanging. I told weird. the like, guy, who I was cares? like, maybe with a little shaving, they could be better. But <laughs> I mean, they none of them look good. No, I mean, there's no, no. like pair that you see and you're like, God, that dude's got a hot I, pair of balls. God, I want to put those in my mouth. No, yeah, no. like Never they're all that. fucking weird looking. Like they, <laughs> they shouldn't be outside for one. <laughs> like whether there's a god, whether there's whatever it is that designed us, or whether it's evolution, having them on the outside is the dumbest design flaw ever. It is. I do like those. I do think that invention with those underwears where you could put the ball in their own little pocket. I thought that was kind of cool. 
that's understandable too, but they should be tucked way up inside. Like, I mean, you don't know this, but they're so it. They I don't have balls, so I don't know what. (laughs) Prove it. No, so (laughs) they they. I have mental balls. It's the best kind to have. Nobody can like lightly tap your mental balls and make you curdle into the field position. No, I'm telling you, it hurts so bad to even have like almost any unwarranted contact is wait. So hold on. Don't you do I like, do, do cock and ball torture. I, yes. I knew it. I was going <laughs> to ask about this. What a great segue. Yes. Okay. This avenue. Actually, I just started getting into it because okay. I, I would get like a lot, you know, I do dominatrix work too. So mm-hmm. I would get a lot of, first it became, getting it virtually so you know you you talk about their you know kind of in a humiliation way talk about their balls but then i would get a lot of requests for like sessions and so um during avian i did a, a collab with another dom uh autumn bodell and um she was like I met her in Jersey and she was like, yeah, um, I do cock and ball torture sessions. And I was like, oh, we should do a collab. And uh, I would love to do a demonstration because I have like, I had this guy who I worked with separately at a food vending booth. He was right next to us. Did not know that I was a porn star. Didn't know I was a dominatrix, but he just, you know, he did this weird look at me and then later on he was in my snapchat and he was like i would love a session for you if you could like torture my balls and i was like okay well hold on you know i it's all about education i like to know about all the safety parameters before you just jump into it so i did this session with her and it was really awesome and actually we might be doing a session tomorrow or tonight i'm not sure um but yeah and so now and then she was really cool because she gave me different style techniques of how okay. you could hit the balls and right. i'm like so like i love it because i was like oh fuck i'm like i'm ready now so what like a jab <laughs> uppercut elbow no. like that no 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 it's in it's you're it's it's all in your heels and there's oh, certain fuck. points yeah there's certain mm. points in the foot that are going to be good and then there's also you know your distance because you don't want to be too deep but you don't be too close to them but you also like yeah and then there's even like a backwards way to do it that's from the heel a donkey kick yeah (laughs) yeah yeah okay my god wait so yeah (sighs) okay so you know and it's consensual they well yeah yeah Right, but this okay. I I try to keep this a judge judgment free zone. This is going to be real hard right now. Um, <laughs> like don't what? Worry, I'm not a feminist. I don't. No. I don't hate men. I love men. Yeah, yeah. you just also like beating the shit out of their. Bodies. I'm a pleasure giver. I'm a giver. Okay. But what is so- the what is the pleasure in it? Like if you had to like, I mean, have you, do you have any idea like what, what it is that attracts you? Cause me, it is, I, I would no rather idea. be, I would rather be set on fire than have someone <laughs> kick me in the balls. Like, um, I, you know, I did learn about like the foot fetish as far as this ball kicking fetish. I have no idea. It is, I have no idea. It's a wild one. I mean, and I've seen maybe some. They like, watch, maybe they watch so much porn and they're like, God, I want to, I want to be that guy. Fuck. But it's also, it's also like a worship thing. Like right. sometimes the guys are like, you're so hot and beautiful that I wish you would kick me in the balls. Yeah. And maybe it's like, it's like coy because like a lot of women don't actually do that. Oh, I like they don't actually. Not. Actually, they don't actually initially act on it. So maybe their right. mind is like, God, I wish you would just see. I think it, that. I, if I had to guess, could be completely wrong. But I think a lot of it has to do with 
wanting humiliation. Yes. In in just, I mean, the same reason why any guy would go seek out like a dominatrix. There's yes. the thing of being like, as if you're a man, like you're supposed to be in control all the time, zero emotion, like you can't fuck up because you're taking care of people. That's the, you know, traditional view of being a man. And this knocks it down to being like, I have zero control right now. And I am yeah. at your it mercy. It can also be therapeutic. Like I know that maybe back when they were a kid or something that they had some traumatic experience where a woman kicked them in the balls. And yeah. so then no they shit. like sexualize that and that's true. They want that feeling again. Well, so, I, I mean, mean, that's, that's what all, I think all sexual like desires come from is something it's very like Freudian, but like very, you know, something happening in your childhood creates like a sexual connection. Yeah. And then that is your thing forever. Luckily I have, I think been on the pretty straight and narrow when it comes to that. Like I'm pretty mild, like very vanilla when it comes to like what okay. I'm into, but it is because like all my sexual like fantasies came from pretty much just shit that I would see on MTV. So like right. it isn't so there was nothing crazy. It's just I have fetishes with like certain type of women. If that makes sense. Okay. Like like I grew up being super attracted to Lil Kim because of yeah. MTV, and so I naturally have a tendency to like very like domineering, dominating women who are like aggressive, kind of take I control. Liked, like my ideal girl was always like. Jenny McCarthy or like Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra was right there too. Yeah. Carmen, see, and it, like looks wise, I always like my number one type of woman is somebody who looks like Carmen Electra. Yeah, always she's is. hot. God, Carmen but I like she's still I like hot. I like Jenny McCarthy because she was like hot but like really funny. Yeah, and like goofy. Goofy, yeah. You know, like there is something very attractive about a woman who doesn't need to put on sort of like a false persona of like, Oh, because I'm a girl, I should be like this. Yeah. Like, like that, that. That's very attractive to me in any sort of way. Like whether it's with comedy or just being very like dominating, like, like I've said it before, but my favorite type of woman is a woman who, because if I'm at a restaurant, I will not speak up if my food is wrong. Like, right. I'll just, I'll just be like, uh, well, I guess this is what I get. I want to, oh, hell no, not we'll see. when you go to lunch with me, I'm a, I'm a see, check that's, them. I'll be like, that's what I'm me? saying. Yeah. Like I want a woman who's going to be like, oh no, 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 we're going to make this a problem. And then I'm just <laughs> like, yes, like, here we go. And I've, you know, luckily had that happen a few times where I was like, I, I will marry you like now. I feel like I've had to like grow into that person because. Okay. Believe it or not, there was a time in my life where I was shy, like shy to okay. speak up for myself, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And it, and then once I've been through experiences where people have, you know, fucked up things and I didn't speak up or, or whatever, yeah. now, oh, hell no. Like, I will like let them know, like, yo, I ain't liking this. I, I don't know. We're going to go back. I've, I've even, I was telling my nail tech, I've uh -huh. had to go to a nail salon and be like, let me see your license, uh, <laughs> your thing. And then it became a big deal. Um, but yeah. you know, it's just like, and that's just kind of been like the way I got to live my life because I'm a tiny person mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm cute, like a little, like, a, I don't know, like a little character. So right, sometimes right. people are just like, eh cute little girl yeah. like that's what you get and i'm like no like i will fuck you up uh so yeah, yeah i've had to learn how to be that person but i'm very nice i just want to make sure mm -hmm. that you know i get well, my money's worth and right. i have my good experience well it's not even a thing about that not being nice like i think they're unrelated like it's really just you knowing that i deserve this thing and so i'm gonna get it which isn't a thing about being nice. It's just a thing about really is a confidence thing. It just really means that you have a lot of confidence yes. as opposed to people like, like I you know, don't have a lot. I mean, I, 
I've become a lot more confident as I've gotten older and just stopped giving a shit about most things. But I've also always been like a big dude. And there's just something about being a big dude where you like, you kind of want to shrink yourself. Because I mean, for real, though, like I know it sounds crazy, but you want to shrink yourself to not stand out as much because you already stand out by being, you know, six three, three hundred pounds. But I, I, I don't know why I connect with big dudes. Like I love going out. I don't know. I got a sweet spot for big dudes because I like eating with them. They fucking know how to like they will tell you. They will always treat you to like the best foods and all that. But I don't know. I used to like hot dudes until hot dudes. I was like, ew, I'm like dating like a guy that's like me and I don't like that. So I appreciate big dudes. Fair enough. I will. That made my day a little bit. Don't be, be so. Don't be so hard on yourself. Well, no, it's. I mean, easier said than done. I used to be much worse, and now I just. I think you get older and you just stop giving a shit. Really, like I mean, I love really, that. Yeah, like, I I've love ne- that. Yeah, like I've never really cared that much about how I look. I mean, as far as you know, big, small. Like I've fluctuated in size. You know, like it's like. I, like okay, I used to like the Man Show when back in the day. Oh and my I just god! Love, yeah, I just love that. I don't give a fuck. I'm big. Um, yeah, this is me type of thing. Like I yeah. love that. So yeah. I mean, I'm not that, but if yeah, I, I could, I could respect a guy who's like, you know what? I, I'm not gonna hide in a t-shirt. I'm gonna let it all out. Yeah. Well, I do wear a lot of black and I try to make it seem like it's because uh, I'm into like, you know, sort of a goth culture. Goth. <laughs> part goth. of it is that part of it's also that uh, it sheds off about 20 pounds when you wear, you know, like a black T-shirt. So <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you that's come over to Vegas. We love we love it. We accept you for who you are. That's very nice of you. I appreciate that a lot, actually. Um so about the ball, I mean, the ball kicking thing is just fucking sticking in my head. I don't know why, but that's is, not even the worst. Like that's, that's what like, I was going to ask. That's like light work. Okay? So what is, I'm, what is the worst? Cause that's what I was going to try to okay, get to. So the worst I've done is I've actually pegged somebody. I've cut, I've cut pegged a couple guys. <laughs> I've pegged a couple guys to be like, Whoa, um, that's a hard limit for me just because of a process. But then also it is beautiful because that's where men's G spot is. And so for them to actually like acquire that orgasm is like, you know, and I'm a giver. So I'm like, fuck, I want to give that to you, but it's not as sexy as women for sure. Yeah. So it's, you know, there's there's a lot of prep that has to go into it because you know different from women you know that area is pretty clean uh, yeah, men. Not for dudes. <laughs> yeah no there's men, really they're no gonna, o- they're gonna have to do a couple of animas just a couple yeah you have to like hire a team of landscapers to well, get it ready what i've also what I've also learned is finger condoms. I need finger condoms because I don't want that on my nail. Oh, God. This <laughs> sounds miserable. It's I mean... not, but it's also something that a lot of guys, like, they search for. And yeah. it, it, there's also shame in it because they don't for want to sure. be labeled as a homosexual. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with homosexuals or right. there's nothing wrong with men who want that. I think definitely men should be sex exploring mm-hmm. to that at least like i can answer twice yeah i mean i agree i agree like to an extent times. i yeah. uh i think it's just not gonna ever be a possibility for me but i am not against people who but you never it. know because sometimes when you say that and then later on you're gonna be like holy fuck i said i would never do this but you know what here we are i know and look i am <laughs> i am definitely the type of person who could be talked into something really easily 
I don't know why, uh, too, and I get a lot of requests for it. I get a lot of like guys that are like, God, you're so beautiful. I want you to peg me. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, and what vibe am I ever giving off where I make a guy want to be pegged? By me? Like, you I'm give like, off a peg like- vibe. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I don't know what I do. I don't know what I do. It's the it's the like confident, like kind of dominant. You have a very domineering personality, like in a good way, obviously. But like, I think that like if you were very um, like if you were very like shy and reserved, it would not come across. Like it wouldn't make sense. But because you do have kind of a like a very confident, domineering personality. I think that's. I guess I guess that makes people just want to bend the fuck, or men that makes them want to bend the fuck over and just take it, which yeah. I'm not mad at, you know, because I've sucked and fucked on camera enough in my day that I'm like, hey, <laughs> tables are turning. <laughs> it's got to be a great feeling. I mean, to it, be... it is actually. I will say, um, you know doing the whole like getting into the adult industry was one thing mm-hmm. when i actually started to go to conventions to like see our fans i was like i remember when i first started i was like oh i'm gonna go and i'm new so nobody knows about me hell no i had guys who they've watched me a lot and yeah. just like and then it was also like because i'm a little different than other porn stars i enjoy people enjoy conversations with people right. so it was really funny because like girls would be like yeah like they, like they didn't really give a fuck where you know i was kind of like i was kind of curious i was like i was fascinated in a way and i even had guys i remember this guy he was like i want you to spit this mint into my mouth i was like why and he's like, because you're so beautiful and I just want to worship you. And that's my fantasy. And I was like, all right. You know, but I, I, you know, every time I spoke to these people and, you know, they jerked off to me and stuff, it was yeah. like, I guess we had a moment for them in their experience. For sure. And I was yeah. like, well, that's fucking cool. I get, you know, and, and so a lot of them, you know, I see them at other shows. It's became a, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, for them to see us in person is kind of like seeing a unicorn, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty like fascinating to them. I completely understand that. I mean, I've, I mean, in general, the porn industry is fascinating to me and always has been just because, you know, you grow up and you're told never watch this. It's horrible, blah, blah, blah. It's something you can get caught doing. And you can only get caught doing things that are bad. So You know what's funny is I hated porn in the past. I only hated porn in the past because I just never connected with it when I was younger. Well, I did see my parents like a little stash of porn, right? But I never connected it with, with it back then. But I remember... I was in a relationship with this boyfriend for like seven years before I did porn and I would catch mm-hmm. him jerking off, which it was like, whatever, it wasn't a big right. deal. But then he would try to like manipulate me and be like, it's your fault. He's like, you know, we didn't have sex. So you made me jerk off, which I was, like, and I was young, right? I was like 20 and stuff. And I'm like, and I would talk to my girlfriends and I'm like, what does that mean? Like, how is it my fault? You know, so then being in LA, I ended up going to these really like, well, first I was, I, I responded to this ad on Craigslist because mm-hmm. I was breaking up with a guy, but then I was like, you know what? I'm ready to like make money and I'll even do some crazy stuff. So I responded to a fetish modeling ad, which I didn't know fucking shit about fetish modeling. Yeah. And it was quite a um, an experience. And then I ended up assisting for the photographer who then would bring in these porn girls. And then there was these parties and I met a lot of really awesome porn girls and they essentially taught me how to have sex and be like very um, open-minded to a lot of different things. So then 
when I got into this crazy situation, you know, they were the ones who helped me get into the porn industry. And then Mm -hmm. it was like, it was just so crazy because I mean, even now, like I'm still like you're, when you're kind of a porn girl, you're always in the porn industry. Like you're always in that scene as, as if you're smart and you can monetize off of it. Yeah. So, and there's just so many like avenues that you could get into that I was like, wow. So I never thought that the porn industry could be something that I can have like a very lifelong career, but yeah. Oh yeah. I've been able to do it well. Yeah. Oh, I would say, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting, just line of work that people just shit on who really don't know anything about it. Um, Like luckily I've been able to talk to a lot of people um, like doing this podcast, like talk to a lot of girls who are in the industry and it is the most like kind of opinion changing thing is actually hearing like what it's like. Um, I like, that's why I love podcasts because before like I joined the industry when I was in 2014, but mm-hmm. before they didn't want us to do interviews because yeah. they really didn't want us to um, change the perception of the fantasy, you right. know, of right. our persona to, because sometimes these guys, I mean, they were like, they will watch a scene and think that that's who we really are in person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was crazy. You know, it's like even from a girl, like I say, if a girl was doing like girl, girl, and then she transitioned to boy, girl, mm-hmm. like it would be an uproar. Right. And so now it's really cool. And I have a radio show too, mm-hmm. where we can be able to like talk about these things and talk about our experiences. You know, it's a, you know, podcasts are great for storytelling Yeah. and it's, it's, been intriguing because now I can really share what happened in the scene. Like I could watch a scene and I could be like, like to one person, they'd be like, Oh, I love that. But I'm like on the other end, I'm like, dude, I was stoned as fuck. (laughs) I was, I, you know, you you just, this ain't the Academy Awards, right? You get your lines and you're like, all right, I'm gonna, I gotta try to remember this, but then I gotta, I got to do this and then you got to stop change angles. Like it's, 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 I mean, I wouldn't say it's like fucking movie making crazy. It's uh, close, but it is, it is some, you know, it's some magic going on. Well, there's definitely, I think a, not much of an understanding that it is, that it is like, like a movie. Like it's not, it's not like somebody just set up a camera and filmed two people fucking each other. No, there's like Like, a team of people in there and you gotta, like, I remember when I first shot my scenes and stuff and I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this to the fullest. You really do have to have a thick skin, but Mm -hmm. you got to go in there and I would be like, hi, I'm on mute. Cause you know, sometimes when, we are like shooting with the person you don't meet them right until the day of right but you see like you've seen their twitter and stuff like that and yeah. i would just be like hi i'm onyx muse i'm gonna fuck you today um all right you know just what do you not like what do we you know yeah. it was just it's like it's it's a pretty funny experience but yeah. definitely weed i well, have weed that that always helps i can't smoke weed it makes me freak the hell out Oh really? Yeah, yeah, I I don't know what it is. I used to drink like a lot, but uh, quit doing that. Maybe that's your sure. yeah. Yeah, I that's think that. I just I just kind of have to like bear back it, you know, through <laughs> life. Like you just kind of go through right. it sober, which whatever. <laughs> but what is okay? So like you're going to, on a set. I assume you have like a list of things that are. This is what I'm not doing this. Like, here's um, what I will do. Here's what I won't do. Is that I was accurate? very much not into anal. I didn't want anal. And, um, just genuinely, I wanted to keep something for myself. Okay. But also, I wasn't even experienced at it. So I just, that always freaked me out because I was like, oh, you know, there's girls that they can go to pound town on that. I was not ready for that and stuff. And then, um, 
I didn't genuinely like facials, but it's kind of like you, there really wasn't a way out of that. And that's the, like why yeah. I love OnlyFans and other platforms like it, because now we don't have to do the things that we don't like. Right. Yeah. It's so. tailored, tailored content of like, however the hell you want it to be. Yeah. And so, I mean, I get like the anal thing, but is there a reason why? Like facials, like, I mean, is there just anything specific? The directors just all, you know. I or I mean, feel, like, why you don't like it? Oh, I don't like it because, one, I'm a dom, and doms okay. don't like that. Because I did, I, I graduated from being into a dominatrix before I did the uh, porn, Okay. which is kind of what gave me the confidence to even do it. But I don't right. know. I mean, I just, I don't like shit on my face. Like do it on my tits or my ass. Yeah. But That's like, what I usually say. So yeah. 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 We have that in common. Yeah. Personal preference, you know, for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. What is, okay. It, so it, it can mess up your makeup or even like, yeah. you know, you gotta be careful. It gets in your eye. Yeah, it's it's you know it's a risky move. But I know visually, sure. guys, like you know they have fantasies where they just want to see their jizz on your face. So it, it's I don't understand. <laughs> like it's one of those things that I am a huge fan of, but will never understand why. I don't understand why you guys like that. It's a, I think it's like just a dominating. Thing. I think it's also it's like women are so like we're always like you know we have our makeup done nice and pretty so it's like to get all that you know and then it's kind of like that's your jizz on their face like messing up their shit like I don't know maybe that's that is I think that is empowering to men it's got to be something like oh it's the, I don't know is there something that you're into like porn wise that is maybe not like super common like a common kink or fetish but you just like it for whatever reason um i do like handle wax on me but i like i know this is kind of crazy but i like what do they call that the devil's threesome where two there's dudes. two guys yeah yeah, that's, yeah devil's that's triangle awesome. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. that's like I think because it's like so taboo that mm -hmm. in general, like in real life, men are not super down for, but like yeah. for women, it's like, fuck yeah. And I did, I mean, I haven't ever done this in my personal life, but I remember um, the, the day that I liked DP and it was really funny because I, I remember it was like a New Year's party. And there was this like nerdy fucking girl, like you would never even think she watched porn. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like hanging and she was like, yeah, I like DP. And I, I didn't really like, I wasn't super familiar with it. And she was like, do you want to know why I like it? And I was like, yeah, why do you like it? And so we're like watching, I think it was Tori Black, right? And mm -hmm. she was signed to my agency. And then it was the moment that they, both go in her and then her like eyes rolled back and she was like that she's like i wouldn't experience that and i was like damn <laughs> i was like i want to experience that too <laughs> yeah jesus so i mean did it live up to your expectations no i still have not ever oh you haven't done it, done it at, yeah. like at all oh no. what the fuck no. what are you doing <laughs> i have got into anal a little bit but i mean okay. no not really is I guess it's like you know for women to ask. I mean, it's also you got to be like trusting with the two persons that are going to be inside of you. Oh that, yeah, you know I know they're going to be only split between a membrane, but uh, yeah, nah, nah, I got it. I'm a mom now, so you know I can't get into these like kind of <laughs> yeah. crazy scenarios. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could kick a dude right in the balls, but you know, I can't. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a okay. difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. My God. It's, I mean, it is a, God, it's a fucking fascinating world. Like, I, I will say, man, uh, before being a mom, I've been to some crazy situations. Like what? Oh, God. 
Um, I mean, if I you mean, can't you know, be super there's specific, been, but, there's yeah. been like orgy parties and uh, girls and sex toys uh, that I can't even really like go into detail. Okay. All I could say in my head that they were a good time. Damn. See, I don't get invited to anything. Like I felt like even too, like I would say living in LA and I don't know, I don't even know if it's just being in LA, but I always, cause this happens to me kind of a little bit everywhere I go that people just like gravitate to me. And they also like, I, I don't, I give off this vibe that it's like unleash your sexual, like darkest, desires, memories, experiences. I don't know. I've had friends of friends that like, I, I meet them on the first time and they're like telling me their crazy sexual stories or I'm getting invitations to like some pretty wild parties that I'm like, Hey, like, I, I don't know. It's just happened. I remember the first time when I went to LA and I had this kind of crazy experience before long before i even considered going into porn but i was like 19 and it was like really probably still profound memory in my head that i I was like what the fuck happened (laughs) like i mean (laughs) just a a crazy like party type thing so it it was kind of like a i got bamboozled so i was i had worked in exotica that was in la as a promo model and I got invited to this woman who now I know what she did, but she was like, hey, um, we're looking for promo models for this lifestyle brand. I didn't know what the fuck a lifestyle brand was. Yeah. And um, I was just like, I was eager um, because I was in Southern California, but I wasn't necessarily living in um, LA exactly. Okay. So I was always like, cons- like I wanted to live in LA. So I was trying to like look for work. So I go to this party in West Hollywood. And I didn't know what West Hollywood was like before. Yeah. That's gay, gay town. Um, For sure. So I go to this party and there was all these kind of attractive people, men and women. And and I was like smoking weed at the time. So I got brought a nice like eighth of weed to be, you know, it was kind of like a barbecue. Yeah. And um, I remember this girl, she was like, she like came up to me and this is when I was shy too. So she was like, oh, um, if you need anything, just let me know. And I was like, oh, well, I brought some weed. And she's like, oh, honey, I know. She's like, we don't, we don't like drugs. Like, she made me feel really weird about it. What I the was fuck? Like, but she was like, if you need anything or want anything, let me know. And I was like, okay. And I had my boyfriend at the time. And then all of a sudden, in this, like, very prim and proper, like, setting, these two people just start making out going at it and then it was like the other people around followed suit and they were like all right we're going down and i like literally like i had (laughs) like i was like holy shit so then i got me and my boyfriend we went to the balcony and we were just smoking the weed because i i didn't know what the fuck was going down and i brought so his friend Uh and my friend they joined the orgy and this was like a super like little like very even more shyer than me girl yeah she like getting railed by like these people and then like i remember there was this guy who had like this monster cock that was like fucking all the girls and he like really freaked me out and um he came outside on the balcony and he just stood by me and he was like taught like having a conversation with this fucking big house and next to my boyfriend, my boyfriend was getting pissed. And I'm yeah. just like, what the hell? And then the people, like, I remember this girl that was getting railed. She was, like, looking at me at while I was on the balcony, just going at it. And then it was, like, over. Everybody, like, hugged it out. They left. And then, like, we got our car towed. So we had to stay in town. And, you know, the two guys, my boyfriend and, and his friend, they're all pissed. And I just like, I like, like when everybody was gone, I was like, I like asked her, I was like, hey, are, are you okay? 
she was like, I'm, I used to feel so fucking amazing. That was the most liberating thing in my life. And I was just like, you know, so it's, I've just always had these like weird scenarios where I kind of get invited to these like very steamy sexual parties. Sounds like, to be honest, sounds like <laughs> one of one of my family reunions. <laughs> it was like Thanksgiving in my grandparents' house. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know. Jesus, this it was is definitely insane. a different type of turkey. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting breasts so and that, thighs that was, for sure. That was my introduction to LA. That is amazing. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll god damn, I don't get invited to shit. I'm sitting here just man, this is amazing that this exists in the world. Like, have you ever seen Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, this? I, I worked for a party. I, I worked for this. Well, first I was an attendee, but I worked for this company called Sanctum. Okay. And uh, I joined, and it was kind of interesting, but he basically copied the that element. And, uh, and yeah, and then when I started working for him, I kind of saw the behind the scenes. So it kind of took the secret sauce away for me but yeah yeah i've i've gone to many parties like that but this is like full-on like cloaks masks guy playing a weird song on the organ yeah i mean no organ like a piano but i remember one of the parties that was really um interesting was there was a i remember it was like if you were a vip you got invited mm. to the lion's den, which is what they called it. And then I remember this girl was like crying, whatever. And uh, these people were like, Hey, like my friend was like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta go to this, this party. And she kept telling me to go to this coat rack. And I'm like, why? I'm like, why are you telling me to go to the coat rack? Well, actually you go past the coat rack down this spiral of stairs. And there's just this bed. And then it was awesome. It was like all of these people and we were in these masks and and the whole thing was is like it was really like black tie. So girls mm. can be dressed in um, a very like evening gown settings right. or lingerie or naked. And then it was like a live sex show and it was so hot. And it was actually two porn stars. They were actually doing a live show. Okay. And yeah and then they like got down and it was like the girls were cheering on because they were like yeah pussy's gonna win and actually the guy he had to stop because he got uncomfortable um like you know his <laughs> thing was it because we were so like and it was just so hot to see like a live sex show was tom cruise there no he wasn't, he wasn't. Well, or was he nicole kidman i mean hey you know, oh, nicole know. Kid they did yeah. they did say that there were some celebrities there but i think i was just so stimulated by the allure of like the whole vibe and atmosphere of the party that i did yeah. not even i didn't even give a fuck if somebody was a celebrity i was just <clears throat> so like i was on a like mental high yeah. on the the vibes of the party it'd be funny if it was like larry king or you know <laughs> like, <laughs> like maybe they're like yeah. i did there was uh one of the parties there was the owner of the clippers there donald that sterling pretty cool i think so the one that would the you previous know? one yeah the one that was like I'm telling not, his wife not to have okay maybe, i'm not <laughs> maybe a i'm not a specialist <laughs> on okay these well guys but yeah if it's who i think it is it's Donald Sterling, and this guy has a spotty reputation. Tall guy. Ooh, maybe not, because Donald Sterling guy? is Donald Sterling is a white guy, but he's like kind of a dumpy old man who um he got in a little okay. bit of trouble because he told his wife not to have sex with black people. She said he said oh. you could take pictures with them, but just don't fuck them. And then well, that well, he didn't. I he think said it was a different guy because that guy he did have other girls with him who were black ladies. Um, probably black it's probably not Donald Sterling, but yeah, for the sake of the know. story, we'll just say it is. Um, yeah. Okay, if you could do a scene. I mean, with I don't any, mean to put anybody's shit 
out there. Like, you know, Don't allegedly say, that was yeah. him. Yeah, we'll just say allegedly. <laughs> just... <laughs> okay, if you could. No, no if you could do a scene with any celebrity who would it be oh my god um it could be man or woman i mean the guy the guy who is in the movie 365 days hold on who is this 365 days on netflix definitely gotta watch that that's a fucking hot movie never my heard french yeah uh, hold on hold on what is his fucking name 365 days so fucking hot as fuck oh miguel maroni i think i think that's how you say hmm. his name okay Ooh. Ooh. Really? You, just, you just gotta watch 365 days okay. on netflix fucking hot i've heard willem dafoe has a monster piece on him you know that is that have you ever seen spider-man like the toby mcguire one Yes. He's the Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe. That guy? Yeah, so there's a movie called The Antichrist. Yeah. Uh, made by Lars von Trier. And there's, it's basically, I mean, it is one of the most fucked he up movies I've ever seen. does have this, like, kind of sexy, <clears throat> like, okay. devilish vibe to him. So in the movie, they go to, like, this cabin in the woods because they're basically trying to, like, save their marriage. And there is a scene where his wife is like jerking him off. And I mean, it gets like super brutal and it is, it's a disturbing movie, but according to the people on the side of the movie, they were going to really show Willem Dafoe getting his jerked penis. off. Right. But I he, love this like penis equality going on. in It's a great now. thing. Yeah, it is a great thing, is. but it's a great thing for us. <laughs> yeah. For but for, but not for Willem Dafoe, because apparently, according to Lars von Trier, the director, and everybody else on the set, when Willem Dafoe took his pants off, everyone got super uncomfortable because of how big his dick was. And they were like, uh, we're going to have to just do a prosthetic. So in the movie, it's a prosthetic that's still huge, which makes you think oh, like, Jesus, no. how big is his thing? But they said it was basically like like the size of like a forearm, like basically a forearm hanging from his legs. And they were like, oh, my God. God, yeah, like we like can't show day. this. That sounds That's like, that sounds like, like breakfast every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I was Willem Dafoe, I must be uh, pretty satisfied. Jesus, if he's like, married. I'm sure he's been around. I mean, you yeah. know, a piece like that in Hollywood, like people are gonna find out. I'm sure he's been to those little Hollywood parties. <laughs> that might have been the dude. Um, <laughs> might have been one of the dudes at the at the orgy, but like, I know, right? But like. If I was him, I'd be showing my dick in every movie. I'd be like on the okay. set of Spider-Man and being like, hey, when can I, like, can we work out a dick scene in here? I'm like, dude, this is a PG movie. He's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like covered in spider webs. I don't give a shit. Can like, I get paid extra for this? This is like a whole yeah. other actor. But yeah, apparently he, I mean, him and Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's one that I've always Ooh, heard. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Janice Dickinson. She was like, you know, supermodel yeah. like back in the day. I, she's, I know her. Okay, that okay. wild lady. Whew. Yeah, she said that uh, it was like two 16-ounce beer cans welded together, which is, mm. that's a big. I remember, so the Janice Dickinson, my boyfriend at the time, he was like a, um, a male model, and he was okay. signed to her agency. And I was like, I swear she's, you know, she's signed you because you're hot, you're sexy, you're kind of well-packed. Yeah. You know, she kind of likes that in men. Size queen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, she's a, she's like a classic model, like oh, one of yeah. the first top models from yeah. like what, in the 70s? The first, 80s? like seven, 80s. Mostly, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Jess Dickinson's still like kind of hot. She's probably, she's probably seen some, she's probably been to some crazy parties. Oh my God. Can you imagine her just cockied? <laughs> yeah yeah i'm thinking of it right now actually um <laughs> i'd like i can't imagine what hollywood was like in the 70s like going to a, like, oh a party God. at like jack nicholson's house I, which he was watched, everybody i watched um that playboy uh down the rabbit hole yeah you yeah, were yeah. kind of talking about the things um about some of the parties and stuff and it was just like um i mean it was crazy they were doing quaaludes and 
you know, probably the purest cocaine oh, yeah. of yet, right? So yeah. they were definitely getting down with the get down on some oh, crazy it, stuff. It is like like if I was ever I, a like if I was ever a make a wish kid, it would be <laughs> to like do like a handful of quaaludes and just go to town at the Playboy Mansion. Like that, that's like the, the doctors else, would be like, <laughs> like everybody else could go hang out with John Cena. Yeah, then go hang out with I John know. Cena or The Rock. Like I'd be like, hey, give me a handful of Quaaludes and like I, two playmates. My, my make a wish would be like, can I get DP'd? <laughs> Maybe throw some Molly in there. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. To be honest, you don't have to be dying to have that happen to you. I know. I'm, you I could know. have that happen today. I'm sure I'm gonna have applications come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, you you're not gonna have to be part of some a charity case to get a DP <laughs> and some Molly. My God, I mean, I know probably a handful of dudes who'd fly and do it tomorrow. Like, yeah, I know. I, mean, I'd, I know. I'd need. I'd have to be. You know, I'd have to. <laughs> yeah. My God, that's amazing. Well, look, I know we're at the cutoff, you know, right at the cutoff point. This has been awesome. I yeah. had a blast talking with you. Uh, no, we talked about so many naughty things. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Me I, too. I, I like, I grew That's up why very. I'm in the sex industry. Exactly. Like, I grew up very, um, like, I had no rules as far as, like, what I could watch, listen to. So, like, always listen to, like, Howard Stern and people like that. Oh, yeah. But as far as like talking to people, my family is super reserved. Like we don't talk about yeah. sex. We don't talk about drugs. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about anything really. Like just stay in your room and wa- I don't give a fuck what you're doing in there. Just don't bring it out to us. I definitely, I relate to that because my mom is in the military. Like my parents okay. are in the military. So I can never have these, con- nor would I want to have these conversations. No, no. But now it's funny because now that like, you know, I'm in this industry and yeah. stuff. And my mom was always like, oh, my God, like, don't tell anybody. But then it's like when my mom feels comfortable, like now recently, my mom, she'll like talk to me about sex stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, what? Yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to be accepting of it. But sure. yeah, I mean, I uh, I love that I can finally have like outlets where I can mm-hmm. share these I could do a little storytelling of these fucking crazy stories I have had, yeah. especially like the orgy thing. It's like, I haven't really told many people that, but yeah, that, that, yeah. that was a real life experience. That's awesome. See, Where I, those yeah. people are today. I have no idea. I hope they're still fucking random crazy people, but you know, probably running the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, if I had to get, or well, maybe not. Sometimes I guess it goes flows of like, you know, people just do wild shit and then they're yeah. like, all right, I'm good. I experience life. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, I think, I mean, it's just two worlds that fit like comedy and then porn. Like those worlds yes. go together so well for whatever reason. And mostly because you just, you got to be open. I, it's the raunchy, the yeah. raunchiness. For sure. For sure. Well, look, this has been a blast. Before we go, is I mean, one more time, like where can people find you? Thank you so fun. much. Yes. Um, you guys can follow me on my Instagram, Onyx Muse XO, and on Twitter, Onyx Muse XXX. And if you want to get to my naughty stuff, um, go to my website, onyxsocialclub.com. Hell yeah. And what about the radio show? You said you have a radio oh yeah, show? so my radio show—it's called Green Room Radio. So you can find that on IG, and I'm on Apple, um, uh, YouTube, and Spotify. But if you go to thegreenroomradio.com, uh, you could go right to our YouTube page. We have video of our interviews, and all the audios are on our um, Spotify and the Apple. Hell yeah. Well, yes. thank you so much. This was thank awesome. you. I'm Absolutely. so excited. I'm thank you so much for having me. I love doing these. And please let me know if you're ever in Vegas. Hell yeah. You can come on my show. I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> well, till next time, take care. <laughs>